Welcome to Bowling Springs Baptist Church, where we learn and grow together in Christ. We now join the church in worship.
Good morning. Good to see each one of you on this pretty day. And um, several announcements I need to make. Um, first of all, uh, if you're visiting with us, we're glad to have you. We want you to take that tab that you find on the uh, bulletin and to fill that out, pass that in the offering plate. And uh, if you know of someone that needs the ministry of this church, a visit, a card, a letter, prayers, take that and uh, fill it out for that about that person so we can uh, uh, minister in that situation. I also want to remind you that um, tonight at 5 o'clock, Joe Webb will continue his series on the people who were the second generation leaders in the church. Uh, I plan to be there tonight at 5. I, I didn't know there was so much about Titus. Man, I just found out all kinds of stuff about Titus last night. And he'll be moving on to other people. 5 o'clock out here beside the LEC. Please remember that there are no services Wednesday. Uh, our service uh, will be on Thursday. That will be the Maundy Thursday service at 7 o'clock. That's always a special time of worship. And uh, I think you know the uh, Easter schedule. Uh, just refer to your bulletin uh, about, I think the sunrise is at 7 and then breakfast right after that and then Sunday school at its regular time and worship at its regular time. Um, uh, Wesley is not here uh, this morning because he got with John and uh, with Sherry and they're going over to see their house, what used to be their house for the first time. And I think that's very understandable. They need somebody with them to see all that. And uh, that's why I'm here. Uh, if some of you don't know, uh, John Glenn's house was totally destroyed by fire last night. Total 100% loss. Uh, they got out with nothing except their lives. And we want to do something in response to that. And uh, I want to call on Max Hamrick. Max, if you'll come and share with us. I called the church to order for a special church conference for the purpose of considering a love offering for the Glenn family. At this time, I'll recognize our deacon chair, Roger Humphreys. I want to break a motion this morning that we have a love, off, love offering for John and Sherry Glenn. Uh, and I would say to you that if you're not prepared this morning to do that, that you can sort of do it during the coming week. It is important that if this motion passes that you, any contribution you make be designated as such. You can, through the church, it can be run through the church, but it, be sure that you designate that your contribution is being given to John and Sherry. I bring that motion. Do I hear a second to this motion? We've got numerous. Thank you. All in favor, let it be known by saying aye. aye. Opposed, likewise. And it's unanimous. For no other business, I declare the conference closed. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. I've come to you for the missions moment and just to remind you that we, as a congregation, have been praying for the country of Egypt for the entirety of this month. And so I wanna give you all thanks for all your prayers. And this will be the last week um, for us to focus solely on Egypt. Um, 
Next week, uh, next Sunday, I will bring into consideration an, another country. Uh, but not only just to pray for that country, but also continually to pray for Egypt. Um, just also want to say, because I'm going to Egypt um, this May, Israel and Egypt. Um, so I've asked for your prayers as well uh, for a safe trip there and, to, and for back. And I just want to say that prayer is a powerful thing, and us praying for that country is doing something because God is hearing our prayers and understanding that we are concerned for our brothers and sisters who are there. But not just our brothers and sisters um, in our faith, but also our brothers and sisters um, who are all, because we're all created, in, created by God. And we're praying for those, for everybody who are suffering um, under the terrorist, terrorism of ISIS, under the economic and political strain that the country is going through right now, um, under the natural disasters that they're going through. And so I ask that we all, as a family, continue to pray for them, continue to lift them up and continue to ask God to watch over them and to bless them and to comfort them in their time of need, in their time of crisis. Um, so I ask that, um, can you please come join me in prayer? Hey, Heavenly Father, with open hearts, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Egypt, Lord God, and we pray for this country, Lord God, that you that you formed and brought together, Lord. And I pray that you listen to their cries and listen to their anguish, Lord God, and we lift them up to you, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you continue to help them, Lord God, and continue to comfort them, Lord, in their time of need, Lord God, but also open up opportunities to hear your word, Lord, for those who have not yet heard it, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, that you bring them together, Lord, and you help them in their crisis um, with and politically, religiously, Lord God, socially, economically, Lord God Almighty. And I pray, Lord God, that you open up doors for us, Lord God, in any way to be of service to your children in Egypt, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, that you just continue, Lord, to hear us and hear, and hear them, Lord. In your name, Lord, we all do pray. Amen. This is Palm Sunday, and we <laughs> celebrate Palm Sunday because of the events of what happened like as described in Matthew 21. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? And the crowd answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Let's join in that celebration by taking our hymnals and turning to number 130 as we sing together, Hosanna, loud Hosanna. 130, let's stand, please.
Let's bow together. Father, we're thankful that we are part of a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, part of a truth that cannot be lost. We are reminded in the events of last night that everything in this life is perishable. All the things we sometimes seem are so important can be lost, can be stolen, can be taken away. There is a kingdom that cannot be lost. There is a truth that will never be changed. There is a kingdom that is unshakable. And Father, we're part of that kingdom. We live in this world. This world is full of decay. This world is full of the transient. But we are part of something that lasts forever. We're part of a promise that lasts forever. We're part of a kingdom that goes on forever. We are part of a truth that goes beyond death into eternal life. We are part of something that is far greater than this world. May we live in the light of that truth that one day when we die, we will live again. One day when we leave this world, we will welcome a new world. One day we will see you face to face where all these years we have seen thee at a distance. Father, we belong to that world, not this world, not this dying world, this decaying world, this transient world, this world sometimes filled with glitter and glamour and decay. Help us be a part of that world. Help us to live in the light of its truth that we might point other people to that world. And bless us and guide us. These saints we ask in thy name. Amen. Jesus came into Jerusalem on that Palm Sunday, what we call Palm Sunday now. But ultimately it was for the cross. And we've been singing about the cross lately. We're going to sing yet another one, number 144. When I survey the wondrous cross. I would ask that on the third and last stanza, you sing the melody only for those of you who like to sing parts. So 144, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. 
Father, that may the victory of that music live in our hearts. May we not just sing it. May we live it every day. We serve a risen Savior. Bless this offering. These things we ask in thy name. Amen. musical it says God's grace is greater than our sin and our guilt and sometimes we forget that Jesus power over our sin is greater than our own and in fact we have no power at all over our own sin and our guilt only he can erase it only his blood can wash it away the musical that we're going to sing is centered on that theme of grace sometimes it's hard to accept grace. Sometimes it's, it's hard to understand grace. Sometimes it's hard to accept grace. But only the Lord can help us get, that, uh, get through that. I hope that you will take the words that we sing this morning to heart. Your grace still amazes me.
We are here to say hallelujah to Jesus, the Son of God, the King of kings, and to remember the day he came to earth, the day he died on the cross, the day he rose again, and of course, the day he will come again to take us home. Oh, what a day that will be.
Jewish and Roman leaders with not one valid accusation. Jesus was tried and sentenced to death, a horrible, painful death of execution by crucifixion. He was beaten, scorned, and derided, and yet he asked his heavenly father to forgive those who were mistreating him. Then, within just a few hours, he was dead. Buried in a tomb, in a borrowed tomb, his followers and friends did not fully understand what had happened. They were devastated, but God was at work. This was part of his amazing plan to call us back to a right relationship with him. Like the song just said, he loved us, he saved us, he carried our sins far away, but then... When he rose again, he made us fully justified in harmony with our creator. His life, his death, his resurrection completed God's plan to bring us back to him. Now listen as we lift up this great hymn of resurrection.
Christ did arise. And all of this was necessary for us to experience his amazing grace. The great preacher and theologian of an earlier time, Charles Spurgeon, wrote about his experience of walking home on a snowy day, just after God had touched his life and given him salvation. He said, As the snow fell on my road home from the little house of prayer, I thought every snowflake talked to me and told me of the pardon I had found, for I was white as the driven snow through the grace of God. Grace. That's what it's called. Loving us when we don't deserve it. Giving his life as a ransom for ours. Grace. Marvelous, infinite grace.
grace is not just given once at salvation, but all throughout our, our lives. He lavishly pours it out upon us day after day. There is no limit to his abundant grace. For someone who has known the Lord for many years, every day his continual outpouring of grace and mercy still takes my breath away.
his grace, it covers my sin. It gives me strength and peace in a chaotic world. It dispels my fears and my doubts. For it is by grace that I am saved through faith. And it is by his grace I am who I am, a child of God. And as his child, he says to me, as he said to the Apostle Paul, My grace is enough for you, for my power is perfected in your weakness. My heart is so full for what he's done for me. This song beautifully expresses our gratitude to him.
John Newton, the great Anglican pastor, teacher, and writer of the most beloved hymn of all time, Amazing Grace, was once a great sinner. He was the captain of a slave ship. During one of the ship's voyages, a violent storm threatened to sink the poorly constructed ship and tear it apart. In a moment of desperation, Newton cried out to God, and God heard his cry. Not only was John Newton saved, but he became a great voice against slavery and a servant of the Lord. Just before Newton's death, many years later, he wrote, Although my memory's fading, I remember two things very clearly. I am a great sinner, and Christ is a great Savior. Listen to this new version of the same great song of faith.
in the choir, and on the side of me, the musicians, and ones like Paul who lead. These are some of the most choicest servants of God. And I know you want to thank them for sharing not only their music, but their hearts and the message of this music. And uh, it's just been a blessing. It makes Easter what it is. Um, our hymn of commitment is 280, Jesus Keep Me Near the Cross. If you have some kind of commitment to make, you want to join this church from another, you want to accept Christ as Lord and Savior, whatever you want to share, I'll be down front here as we sing this together, Paul. just a moment. 
I appreciate your generosity and those that have given or those that may want to give as you leave. Lynn, can you have someone in the back there? Um, if you have not given for John and his family, um, uh, there will be folks at the back that can receive your offering. We appreciate that. Uh, I know uh, um, Wessel was out there with the family at the first of this service. And uh, I saw Sherry this morning at the motel uh, before Sunday school. Um, this was a total loss. Total. Uh, isn't that right, Wesley, what you saw? What they got out with was the clothes on their back and their lives. So uh, the need here is great. Uh, and I know some of you perhaps came to church this morning uh, don't have a check or prepared to give. We will take this up next Sunday too for those that won't if, if you want to do that, uh, give you time. But um, we appreciate that. And I forgot to announce uh, Justin Falls. I think you, some of the church are familiar with Justin. We'll do a, a barbecue benefit this Saturday at 4 out here in the picnic area um, for, uh, huh? And there will be to-go plates, or you can eat here, and uh, all of those proceeds will go to John and his family also. So that'll be this Saturday at 4 o'clock. As I say, I do know you'll want to thank as you leave today the choir members, the musicians, Jeannie, Paul, all that made uh, this music memorable to us. Sometimes music uh, and Sherman in the back there. Didn't want to forget you, Sherman. I see you. <laughs> Give Sherman a hand. <laughs> yeah. um, Sometimes when we forget words, music lasts longer than words sometimes in our hearts. And I hope that will be the case with each one of you. Let's stand together for our benediction, and I'll lead us from the pulpit here. Father, we do thank you for the message of Easter. We thank you, Lord that its truth can abide in our hearts through good times, through hard times, through the ups and downs of life. Lord, help us to encourage the Glenn family when we see them. They are still with us, all of them. That's the most important thing. Bless this choir as they continue to lead. Bless our church during these important days. Go with us and guide us. May we all gather next Sunday on Easter Sunday. What a time to be in your house that we can celebrate the resurrection. These things we ask in thy name. Amen. You have been listening to the worship service at Boiling Springs Baptist Church located at 307 South Main Street in Boiling Springs, North Carolina. Come and worship with us at your next opportunity. Thank you for listening.